0: I'm Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to what might be the inaugural episode of Watching Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch. I am here with Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. Sup? What's Sup? What's What's up? Her powerful intro, just <laughs> letting you know she's here. She's ready to, like, do stuff and talk <laughs> and podcast scintillatingly. It's thrilling, truly. The, yep. the greatest of all things. <laughs> I really so, Oh, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, as I told you before we started recording, I was driving to ye old ice cream shoppe near my house, and there were Trumper QAnon people uh, waving signs and flags on the on the road to the dairy, which was very exciting. Uh, their flags were kind of generic Trump twenty twenty four stuff, but one of them had a sign that said, "People need to start getting arrested." Suddenly. Another one had like a caricature of Fauci that was kind of demonic. And uh, and, and then the final sign was uh, stop the New World Order. Ooh. I, yeah. Unfortunately, I was caught in the flow of traffic where I had to go at a speed that was a little too fast for my liking. But I did shout to them, where we go one, we go all. I, oh, you I, made their day. I, the thing was, I didn't get a very good reaction because I was just going so <laughs> fast. I couldn't tell if they heard me and saw. Because everyone else was just giving them the honk. Everyone else was just like beep, 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 <laughs> the the people that were just letting them know they were loved them. But I was like, the honk is so impersonal. I yeah. want to let them know I'm a fellow traveler. So I tried to hit him with the WWG1 WGA, and I don't know that it, it resonated. And I was like, damn it, I was going like 35. If I'd been able to slow down to a much more comfortable like 22 or even a jfk-esque 11 miles an hour (laughs) it would have been so much more impactful so um
1: if one of them heard you though you really oh absolutely
0: oh my god i was i was so tempted to just pull into the parking lot of the of the supermarket and just walk up to them and just just go, go, go undercover. Just, just hit him with the Frank, the turtle, AKA Amanda. Just be like, just be like, Hey, where we go? When we go all, what about that COVID death jab? Am I right, bros? Like, just give him the whole, how do you do fellow students undercover operation? And, uh, since I've only, I, uh, one guy doxed me on truth social. So, um, <laughs> and no one really seemed to care. The best part about that was the guy who doxed me, um, someone doxed him back. And then he was like, I'm not trying to hide who I am. Why don't you come and meet me? And and then you'll beg for your life before I like, just, like, don't kill you. And it was like, whoa, 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 bro. Like Dial it back just a touch. Like, oh, my God. You don't need to uh, just go straight to murder if someone were to walk up to your house. Like, hey, are you that guy on Truth Social? She- <laughs> seems a, a bit extreme but hey I mean today the, that was the other thing that happened today that was really exciting was my god was QAnon on a murderous jag today like every every post I saw on Truth or Twitter was just when are we going to kill all the liberals come on fucking let's do it we need to start killing and I was like holy shit Like it was just man you, we're just we're just going mask off today. We're just no, none of this fucking, Oh, we just want to see where the evidence takes us. Nope. Just kill people. We yeah. shouldn't kill people. So, uh, I'm talking way too much because you are the belle of the ball. You are the uh-huh. woman. Of, you are the woman of the hour, the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. All of these things, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in peace, superstar, Billy Graham. Um, and Haley is not <laughs> waving like the Queen for those, of you, those <laughs> of you need the theater of the mind to know what's going on. But uh, the big news that we had here is that uh, Haley, uh, along with some other researchers, uh, got some work published in Talking Points Memo about Paul Gosert being tied to Nick Fuentes because one of his staffers is a Kroyper, aka a neo-Nazi. So uh, the floor is yours. What is this all about?
1: Um, I feel like this is kind of complicated for some audiences uh cuz you have to kind of like explain online culture but this is like the perfect podcast for this you know okay. um so anyway uh Paul Gosar's uh intern turned digital director is like a pretty dedicated uh follower to Nick Fuentes to the point where um like Fuentes calls him like a loyal you know one of the strongest soldiers in his movement um, yeah, and if people don't really know the kind of like America first groiper Nick Fuentes universe, it's kind of got like this strict hierarchy, like Nick Fuentes is like this like kind of like a like a white supremacist uh like kind of like a cult leader, you know, he makes his followers take a loyalty pledge that they'll rape, kill, and die for him. Um,
0: is, is, is that explicit? Rape, killing, and dying.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. great!
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he also says, like, you know, like a uh, pledge fealty to the white race and Nick Fuentes and God, you know, and you raise your right hand, and uh, in the, you know. Uh, so that, I don't know. That's kind of culty. What's your opinion on that one? I uh...
0: that that I I did not know about the rape oath that nick fuentes required of his people i was more gonna just give you the the sign being like hey let's break down nick fuentes for those who might not know oh yeah. uh, as as l loves to say stanley always says everyone every comic might be somebody's first comic <laughs> so let's go into the uh the white nationalist cinematic universe and explain the character of nick fuentes
1: yeah um so he is he's like a uh he kind of first made his uh appearance at charlottesville in um uh uh you know the charlottesville unite rally yeah um he was like 18 uh when that happened um and he got kicked out of the university he was attending after that um and ever since then he's kind of just made like a little movement around himself um like he's uh streams he's he's kind of it's also part of like kind of streaming culture you know he's a streamer uh on his own platform
0: and isn't that like in his basement that his parents paid for his studio
1: yeah (laughs) um and so and then so it's like this like half streaming like move like just kind of like influencer culture but also like this actual political movement like a white supremacist movement um and like obviously nick fuentes was pretty prominent at stop the steal and then january 6th um so anyway he's kind of like a political influencer but like a white supremacist political influencer um he's he's openly anti-semitic he hates jewish people um and like denies the Holocaust and makes jokes about the Holocaust and Um He basically hates everyone. He also kinda like identifies with the incel movement. Like he calls himself openly an incel. Um, which is a pretty dangerous ideology to pander to. Um, he kind of just panders to like angry white, mostly white males, like zoomers, like zoomer males. And then they're called like the movement around him is called the gripers. Uh, they're, they're usually identified with like this fat little distorted frog, uh, of like a distorted Pepe.
0: Right. It's a, it's a very fat Pepe that is their sort of, uh, sigil in the, in this movement. Whereas QAnon has regular svelte Pepe. The griper is a fat frog that is their avatar. Yeah. It's kind of like
1: smugly looking and it's chubby, you know?
0: Yeah, so Nick is the head of the Griper movement, and where does the Griper movement fit into, like, the white nationalist slash alt-right in their those communities? Like, how do they interact with, like, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and all those other uh, fascist or fascist-adjacent movements?
1: Um, great question. Uh, this is why I like you, Mike. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the Grippers are mostly again like young um men you you know uh around nick's age he's like not even 30 yet um and like some of them so nick's obviously at the top and then some of them also stream like nick they kind of just settle for like being streamers and gamers like baked alaska some people probably have heard of him um He's a griper. He attends the Nick Fuentes conferences. He is also pretty openly anti-Semitic and neo-Nazi. But then, like, there's a segment of gripers that do try to embed themselves into politics, and they kind of do this, like, cleaned up neo nazism Like, they know that swastikas and, um, you know, explicit like Sonnenrads and shit is like too neo-Nazi like that's too obvious like even the most idiot uh like political understander would be like well that's a neo-Nazi but like he just puts on a suit and ignores the swastika part and like that's enough for people to be like oh well he's not a Nazi where's the swastika and like they even have slurs like in the movement for neo-Nazis that do like rock the swastika and shit like you know
0: what are those slurs
1: <clears throat> i don't want to repeat it cuz it is like <laughs> it is like offensive it's like white n word nationalists if you get if you get my meaning okay. okay yeah um so it's like they're basically like ghetto they like they consider them like ghetto white nationalists you know like you're trashy you're rocking the swastika
0: You're giving away the game. That's, that's bad for our image. We need to be a more like clean cut variation. Once we win, we can start putting the swastikas on, but we haven't won yet. So until we can influence and tear down the system and reestablish a white nationalist system, we got to pretend that we're not doing that stuff. So don't give away the game, bro.
1: Exactly. And like Nick openly like praises Hitler and like literally again, like denies the Holocaust and like hates Jewish people and like, that's just the tip of the iceberg of that dude's hatred. And it's like, that's not enough to convince people of his politics. Cause it's like, yeah, he doesn't rock the swastika. Like he understands they they say optics a lot in the movement, in the, in the griper movement, they use the word optics a lot. Cause like, yeah, they're aware that like they cannot get into a lot of political events or like, you know, cozy up with Paul Gosar if, they have like a swastika armband.
0: Yeah, yeah, bro. We're just not wearing it for optics. We totally believe it in our hearts, but we got to play it cool. To, like this is uh, optics is, is a is a term QAnon loves about the, the, oh the normies can't handle the hard truth. This is all for optics. That's why Trump isn't talking about throwing Hillary in jail right now. It's optics.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But in the, in the case of the, the Groypers, their actual optics are just don't show anybody what we really believe. Or as we like to use in this uh, field of work, don't show anyone your power level. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Don't let them know. Just keep that under wraps. Don't let them put their little Dragon Ball Z sc- scouter on you and be like, oh, my God, he's over 9,000 neo-Nazi. Ah. Yep. So, So... You have Nick at the head of this uh alt-right white nationalist movement uh, making people vow that they'll rape for him. So who is this lieutenant who is embedded in the Gosar uh staff?
1: Um so his name is Wade uh Searle. Uh he lives in Arizona, uh in Gosar's district. Um and it seems like he kind of started more as just like a fanboy, like he was a common uh super chatter and donating into his uh streams. Um he took the pledge. Right. Put, he put the little hand emoji up. Yeah. Um <laughs> and uh he moderate but then he like uh yeah, he moderates for Nick Fuentes's uh stream which i feel like is kind of a a little bit of a you know he's a little bit he's a little bit up there um but some of the uh like research that we did included leaked chats um from a griper that defected from the movement um and he showed like internal chats of only like Kind of like the top groiper influencers, and Wade was in that chat room, so like he's up there in the groiper like hierarchy, and a lot of groipers seemed to be kind of aware of Wade running the account- gosar account or at least like having some involvement with the gozar social media um. Because they were really interactive with the Gosar accounts and kinda like um I mean the internal chat showed that they were aware that Searly had like access to the accounts and um you know how like Nick Fuentes holds like a yearly conference, the AFPAC, his America yeah. First Conference. Right. Um because it's a it was a big deal that Gosar appeared um at the second one and then he appeared on video the second year in a row uh, the second year it happened or the second year he appeared at the third pack, and like right. he claims that he didn't send that video in and it's likely because like yeah this kid sent it to nick personally you know
0: right right
1: like because it had nothing to do with the conference it's a it was just like a random video of Gosar's that didn't like address the conference or Nick or anything. It was just like a video that was like sent in. Um because Wade
0: Yeah, here's Paul Gosar just hanging out at his house. Hey, yeah. hey everyone's happy. Way to go, uh neo Nazis representative.
1: But Wade had also like um helped to organize Nick Fuentes's uh stream with sneeko if literally anybody knows who that is uh he was part of like the kanye campaign a little bit and he's like this like kind of manosphere influencer he's kind of like a big deal if you know about...
0: yeah, he, he's in the andrew tate sphere of things he's yeah another weirdo like tate i i have heard of sneeko and i've seen like the weird arguments people have had with Sneeko about like fascism and stuff like that, where it, it almost, I mean, anything I've seen of Sneeko, it almost feels like it's a bit, it almost feels so on the nose. You're just like, this guy, this guy's having a laugh, bruv. I mean, there's yeah. but, but <clears throat> apparently, I mean, it, it, it's, you're waiting for him to break character. And he never does. And then at some point you're just like, Oh, he's, just this that's horrifying so 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 he seems
1: like in the movement you know because it's like he was right and and nick had there was instances where nick had like personally in the stream like talked to him you know like in chat like his his uh online alias was like chicken or chicken right or right wing chicken wing um so he he would like commonly like or like occasionally talk to chicken in the chats like they like knew each other you know there was plenty of proof that they're like associated aware of one another
0: yeah so <laughs> exactly like so Ghostert just hired this guy is there any like backstory to how he got into Ghostert's office beyond just he applied for a job and Ghostert was like i like the cut of your jib son so. you yeah.
1: have <clears throat> i was also kind of wondering about that too because one of the chicken accounts the one of the twitters was had like two admins on it and one of them was named landon and that's landon peterson who is gosar's new intern so like it kind of seems like there's a trail of maybe groipers that have been entering the gosar um you know office uh after I after the article came out, I noticed some guy commenting on the talking points memo story, saying like Patriot J did it first, and it was like this uh like yeah griper that was a intern briefly at Gosar's office. So th- there's been others, you know, like and and um in like the chats that we read like uh wade searly was pretty open that there had been other gripers in gosar's office before you know it's just like swamped with them or like other types of white nationalists
0: yeah i mean gosard has not been shy about being on this uh, accepting of, like, white nationalists and being, like, uh, okay with supporting this these kinds of movements. Again, showing up at pack at all is pretty, like, damning on that front. So exactly... Uh, why exactly is it that Republicans in Arizona are tolerant of doing this? Is it just the like par for the course that if you're in a super blood red district, you can just kind of get away with murder being like a scumbag like this, or like, what is it in your local politics that makes this kind of thing, not something that gets you a primary challenger from some corporate empty suit Republican who just wants to MAGA Arizona or whatever. Um, I don't
1: know. Like he is popular. You know, like how Wendy Rogers is popular, even though she's, like, a vile human being. Like, uh, they'll occasionally speak out against Wendy Rogers, but never, and Paul Gosar at the national level sometimes, but not, like, distance themselves from him. Or, like, take any action to actually, like, remove either of them from office. Right. Um, Yeah, go ahead.
0: No, cause like, because Ma- like Madison Cawthorn like, stepped wrong, and suddenly the next thing you know, we've got all these videos implicating him as being gay or a cross-dresser or whatever, and they sandbagged him. And it's just like, no one takes a shot at Gosart, and that's really bizarre because he's obviously incredibly toxic, and I just don't understand why when you have somebody who is – Eminently replaceable because it's not like you're like oh no that Republican plus thirty district how will we ever find somebody to win it for us? Yet the Republicans in Arizona and apparently nationally are like yeah whatever let to have that seat until he drops dead, which could be any day now. Are the I mean is there any is his health improving? Because I, I mean every video I see of him is not good, and I've like there've been the allegations of the rumors of the conditions of the, of the things that he's suffering from, but no one seems to be doing anything. Like no one's talking about him the way they talk about Diane Feinstein. No one's just like, Oh man, I can't believe ghost hurts being kept around. When, but because reasons, I guess, but like what is, his, everything about him is so bizarre to me.
1: Yeah. And I think like the acceptance of like, the white nationalism in the party is just kind of like i think we're just at that point like once upon a time like it seems kind of goofy that steve king you know was like uh blacklisted from the party uh because it's like i don't see his politics any different than gosars and it's kind of like how trump wouldn't like distance himself from the charlottesville nazis. It's just like, well, that's kind of my base, so I'm not going to uh, say anything. <laughs>
0: you there know, like very fine people on both sides.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people's politics are so like kind of bad that um <laughs> they're like, what what's the problem with being a white nationalist, like, you know? Like i don't know uh oh, yeah, i think I thought- it would just alienate a lot of their base and they know it maybe and i a lot of people just believe what Ghost believes i'd imagine
0: yeah um, we had like tommy tupperville talking about you call them white nationalists i call them americans and then people were like whoa whoa tommy tommy Tommy, come here come here to- tommy yeah. back a little just a little 20 percent off the top we're not asking for a lot just a little just a little trim also, like, Marjorie Taylor
1: Greene's comments today uh, about, um, like, how calling her a white supremacist is the same as calling a black person the N-word.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> We're in a good place. Oh, absolutely. We are absolutely in the best of places. So exactly how did the like sort of meeting of the minds happen where you got in touch with Talking Points Memo and the other researchers and two and two together, two and two became four and this article got written and published? Like, what was the process around all of that? Um,
1: do you know Nick Martin?
0: Or yes, of- he's an- yes yeah. um, oh uh sarah hightower and nick martin's like uh, on again off again toward romances now she's with Tony shivani so <laughs> nick's been sidelined but yeah i know of nick martin
1: yeah so nick and i have been kind of digging into this for a while um but he's got long covid uh, so it's been really hard for him to write anything. We were gonna write it through his informant, uh, newsletter. Yeah. Uh, cause he's long covered like the Gripers and Gosar and Nazis and white supremacy in America. Um, he used to even report in Arizona. Um, so Nick is great. Everybody loves Nick. Um, but so we've been working on this for a while, but like obviously couldn't write anything because he's been so sick um and honestly i thought more people would catch on sooner because i thought it was so fucking obvious um nick and i figured it out back when so the gripers kind of broke up some of the gripers broke up um there was a schism there was a great griper schism and uh when that happened some defectors from the like Nick's little cult um snitched and said Wade Searly is chicken, who is Paul Gosar's at the time intern. Um and Nick and I immediately found the Legistorm info on Searly and Started digging on the the chicken name, and then just kind of like was able to find a lot in the way back machine, um,
0: which is owned by Taylor Owens' uncle, and thusly is now being. Uh, used. I heard. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm stepping on material for next week's podcast, right now. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. So yeah, you use the Wayback Machine and now you now you're now you are as as the Anons would say, you're digging. You're, oh, you're, I'm digging.
1: You and are doing
0: you're doing your own research.
1: Yeah, we're doing our own research, you know. Nothing can stop what's coming. And uh so some of his accounts were like like one of his Twitters was deleted. A lot of gripers have been banned off of Twitter. Not anymore, but they were. Um so uh his Twitter account, and then he he like deleted some accounts because he was pretty openly like posting images of his face and like at the stop the at the Arizona Stop the Steel rally with like Nick Fuentes and uh, Baked Alaska and Vincent James Fox and Jaden McNeil who are all like people within the Griper movement. Um, and at Arizona Stop the Steel, he even stood behind Nick holding up the America First flag behind. Fuentes yeah um and he posted all those photos and like videos and uh his banner across like all his social media was the photo of him standing behind Nick with the flag it was just like so obviously him his bio said Wade uh he clearly tried to do more like instead of the political griper he was trying to be the streamer griper and was like trying to do streaming at the big getting of like when before he got into politics
0: yeah
1: um so he was on like videos with other roopers doing like debates um he just wasn't like shy about like publicly running these accounts it was just that they were wiped so there was nothing really tying him publicly like to the you know normal people
0: (laughs) right right right
1: you had to dig um
0: yeah, so you you dug and you got the sauce again, as these people would say, and so eventually, so Nick had an in with Talking Points Memo or whoever to get this published. how did that work out?
1: Uh, yeah. So Hunter Walker, who actually wrote the piece, um, he also had a suspicion. I knew that Gosar was not like shit posting America First memes on his own. Like, the, he had like really up to date like meme references. Like there's no way this guy's like that online. Like holy shit, you know?
0: Right. Um, It's like it's like Scavino and the QAnon shit with Trump.
1: Exactly. That's exactly why I knew you would understand this. Is exactly. Uh so I was like, dude, there's gotta be like a Griper running this account. And Hunter Walker also assumed the same thing and just was literally he was just looking at like through his the list of people working for Gosar and when he looked up Wade he similarly found like forums of again like people who defected from the Nick Fuentes movement they're not like reformed they're just different kind of Nazis now
0: right they're they're they're, they're, they're Nazis who want to have sex and not have Nick Fuentes running around with a black light checking to see if they had sex or not
1: that is literally you're so real for that that is exactly true um so yeah he found like a bunch of griper snitching also and like just reached out to nick like you've covered this movement a lot Uh, have you noticed anything like this and nick's like let's do this (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, so I'm glad that uh, you guys were able to give the Gripers and Paul Gosart a black eye because fuck them, they're scum. They all deserve this very richly. So uh, beyond this like now obvious tie between white nationalists and a sitting Republican congressperson um, – beyond all that is, is there any other kind of thing in the Gosar sphere that like people need to know about when it comes to this whole ordeal?
1: Well, um, I, okay. So like the story came out and a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, no shit. Gosar has a, some type of Nazi on his uh, staff. Um, he's posted weird things in the past, you know? Um, and like kind of the point of the article was to direct attention to the fact that this kid this uh well, this Wade Searly is um his digital director and like made griper edits and memes before he worked for gosar and then got hired literally. The day after he was censured for the AOC attack on Titan meme and is likely the person that is making a lot of these posts. So it's kind of like significant that Gosar has lended his social media accounts to this like white nationalist activist who is signaling to his white nationalist movement through his account. And so far, as far as I can tell, Gosar does not give a shit, you know, like he has been refusing requests for comment. He literally told a reporter yesterday to like take a hike that asked him. Yeah, Um, And I'm pretty sure Searly will keep his job because Gosar is fine with propping up this movement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the Republican Party everyone uh, not throwing uh our boy Santos out of office, just totally cool with Paul Gossard plant platforming neo-Nazis. It's great. It's all wonderful and lovely. So, I think that about uh puts a bow on this whole ordeal. Any other last questions, comments or thoughts about, I don't know, the world in general and all that good stuff? Uh, no. <laughs> Cool. Great. So, <laughs> so with that thrilling conclusion, of th- this week, perhaps again, the debuting podcast of Watching Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch. I am Mike Raines hanging out with Haley. If you enjoy this nonsense, please uh, give us a review on the Twitter trons or the, I don't know, the algorithm, whatever. Manipulate something on the Internet. Make, make us famous.
1: Yeah, and we're we- all independent, folks. You guys, you, we rely on you, you know. Yes, yes. We I mean, don't get paid.
0: No, go go to her, go to her Patreon. Go to my Patreon. Do things. Give us money. Make us make us slightly less enslaved to capitalism. If you don't want to do that, if we're just too dumb for you, please go to love146.org and give them money so they can help end child trafficking, which is a noble goal and the goal that QAnon talks about. But they're full of shits so and they don't really care about that. The intro music, as always, was presented to you by DJ Minimal Effort, and that was about that. So for this uh, episode of Watching Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch, I am Mike Raines. Good speed, patriots!